Welcome to Call Me Talk Podcast. Hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to another episode of Call Me Talk Podcast, a bite-sized show. I'm your host, Alex. First-time guest, happy to have you here. And to my returning listeners, thanks for joining me. On the bite-sized show, I talk a bit about the Arsenal game and then pick out my top three Arsenal players who I think were great in the game and one player considered the odd one who just had a poor game or not good enough who just needs to be called out. Coming back from the international break, felt like ages ago though, I had my eyes on Saka, how he was looking, how he will be playing, if he will start. Besides that, I wasn't sure what to expect. Said another way, I didn't have a sure win feeling against Chelsea because you didn't know which version of a dysfunctional-looking team we will be getting. And we have experienced that in the past. Greeted by early sloppiness in the game, we hadn't gotten settled in just yet, and we escaped a sure goal had it not been for an excellent block. There were more of that bad passing, but it was just clearly from a poor pitch quality. So, excuses aside, the Arsenal team hadn't gotten their feet together. From a poor pitch quality standpoint, I think maybe that's part of Chelsea's game tactics. I tend to believe so anyway. The tempo was up, but both teams sharing sequences of possessions. Arsenal had not yet driven forward into their final third, or at least had a meaningful pass. Chelsea looked the better side this early in the first half. In fact, they did control most of the game in the first half. Odegaard had a moment in Chelsea's box, and that was really all that he made it to be. Too many touches and his chance to just close out. Chelsea were sharp and clicking rapidly with their passes. Then we got hit with another unfortunate call for penalty. Saliba in the in the process of defending, and I cannot see any defender at all doing this differently. I mean, his natural body positioning is the way any defender would be because that forward motion is how you keep your your arms out. It's more of a balancing situation. Calling this an arm away from his body should not apply here. And I know there's going to be much more conversations about this because the motion that he was in, I mean, it doesn't make sense. So, a goal down 15 minutes in, the Gunners needed to get back into the game. We weren't just there yet. We had a good, brilliant chance from Odegaard to Rice, who drove in to give us our first proper first shot and goal, I think. Martinelli and Saka looked to be clamped down. It seemed we were forced to work through the middle, which wasn't which wasn't our forte. And then we had another missed chance connecting from Odegaard to Jesus from a loose ball. The team just kept working. We just kept trying to make things happen, but we did not look anything like ourselves. I don't expect that when I say it, it should be that the team should just roll over, but the way... Chelsea had imposed themselves. Arsenal, we've done that in the past. We do that typically in most games. We didn't get a chance to impose ourselves. And with that, we had a tough time defending Chelsea's lightning-fast passes. When in transition, Palmer gave them an inch-perfect shot that would have seen us 2-0. Seen us down 2-0. Arsenal couldn't cope with the speed from the, from the opposition when pressing us. And when they were on the attack... No breathing room. We had no effect in the middle whatsoever. I mean, from the moment of trying to build things up. Nothing to counter-press or establish a strong link in our attack. We were just not there. It just didn't seem like we seemed visible in how we wanted to apply ourselves or 
get ourselves gradually into the game. Still in the case of struggling, the matchup defensively looked as if we were a man down. We were on the ropes here for the last 15 minutes in the first half. In fact, for the most part of the first half, that's the best way to describe it. I guess we realized that this version of Chelsea we were facing today was something different. Glad we were just one nil down, really, because there was just a lot of embarrassing situations. And going into the half, we could have easily been way more than that. So one nil down, there's a, there's a chance, and we knew we could definitely do that. Second half, immediate fix to the defensive difficulty. Tomiyasu for Zinchenko. Then what felt like a dagger, a second goal by Chelsea. A wonder goal to that. I couldn't imagine how folks felt at the moment, or even in the stadium. It just, ah, just bitter feeling. So much thought running through my mind in that moment on how the hell did we find ourselves in this situation. Not just about the 2-0, but the way it happened. Surely something will have to work on or work out, given the way we play high up in the pitch. But... I just don't want to give so much airtime to Chelsea for this, but it just didn't feel good. I was looking at the players to make sure they weren't rattled. The Gunners, they were in an impossible situation given how impressive Chelsea had been playing. We hadn't gotten to our gears yet. We hadn't established a rhythm, but I loved how responsive the players looked. They were playing like they had nothing to lose. Also, I could care less our style or rhythm as long as it was something to give us a goal. I'm all for it. But no, I didn't mean Raya literally giving Chelsea an open net to score a third. Like, what the hell? This was nothing like like the Arsenal team. They all know this. We know this, and there's going to be a discussion, but, you know, we'll spend, spend some other time for that. Having Tomiyasu in was a whole lot different, and that helped us match their quickness and tempo, but we just were not on it today or yet. The pace on those fast breaks had us on toasts, really. Twice, Raya had to snatch the ball from the foot of Chelsea players. Did we lose our control there in some of these situations? I mean, again, players not necessarily being rattled. I couldn't believe how easily we were getting cut open and scrambling to defend. That was just the first for me seeing it this season. Then we got the gift to get us back into the game. What a wonderful, one full motion shot by Rice to pull one back, and it was cur- really curved. I mean, in any other degree, it would have been wide off. But what a bending shot. 13 minutes to, to the 90. Starts didn't matter to me. Just make it, just to make something happen. 2-1, and Saka did that. He brilliantly fired across for Trossard to finish. Something out of nothing, really. No typical drive to score situation, just an opening to give us life. Arsenal now looked alive with the fresh legs in the game to at least now dictate or try to make a situation clearly for a win, not just to settle. And they were really on it. They started fighting and really pushing. The game now looked even with both teams having one attempt over you know, on both sides. My disappointment was a couple of our forward motions, the passes and the shots that way that occurred within the weren't the decisions to make but again nothing to moan about because it wasn't an easy situation to be, to begin with that was it till the final whistle a compelling game but not what anyone could have predicted nor expected from Chelsea keeping Arsenal on the tightest rope to hang with their pace tempo fluidity 
in the end, I think it was a good positive leaving with a point than we would have embarrassing loss. More positives for Arsenal fighting without dropping any levels to get back into the game. Just huge credits all, all around for them to at least get something. My top three players for the game. First up, Rice, a monster in the game. He played a complete game, top to bottom. Gave us the opening to gain this point, really. There's really not enough to say about this guy. A definite standout player today. Defensively, he was assuring us. Yeah, his early mistakes was a worry, but he fixed it and did much more. He was superb. Yeah, the pitch, as I said, was just poor. Could have been a tactics on, on how Chelsea were going to plan and do things. Not in, in intentionally, but it's more so in their favor, which is why I believe it's something that they take advantage of. But Rice and the way he played, just awesome. Second player, Saka, he kept fighting and produced a perfect pass to get us the equalizer. Kukurea gave him fits all game long, like I said. Style without results is nothing. So his brilliance grew in the second half. And to have this few chances to get us the second goal, that was big time stuff. Great assists from him. And that's what big players do. Third and final player, Big Gabby. His decisions on the ball continues to impress me as if... He is a veteran, just like Jorginho, in terms of that experience and kind of situational awareness. He defended really well and helped take a few degrees off the spark from Chelsea. That was enough to keep things as it were when we were 1-0 down, among other things. Defensively, I think he was solid. A great performance by the big guy. Someone I usually find odd when I call out Odegaard was not a bright spark for us today. Not to his standards, nor what we could have made things differently. He was often disposed, disposed of the ball, which left the team scrambling a lot, um, given the pace that we had to defend. The attacking influence from the captain was just not there. He kept pressing and doing most of the things off the ball, and that's great. But when he needed to do things and dictate in ways that I would have liked him to do, he struggled. And his link-up with Jesus just needs a whole lot more work. I th I will be thinking that at this point, that isn't one of our best. When they are both linking up and passes, making passes between situations and in the box, twice in the box, they just were not in sync. I expected more shots, contributions, and killer passes from Odegaard. When he's a target by the opposition, it makes our attacking route and plan less effective. Maybe he could have been subbed earlier. Who knows? But that's that. We were able to make the best out of the situation. We snatched a point. That's great, especially seeing how we could have lost, but in a very poor, humiliating way. A lot more work and tinkering to do, but the belief and team grit just got one more feather on his hat. That's really one I can, I can, I can applaud them for. Coming back from an impossible situation away from home to gain something is really great. No question, most would be happy with this point and nothing, and also losing. But at least there's a lot of positives that we will take from this. We go again. That's how we redo. We, we reset, apply, and then push again. And so with that, I leave it here for the, this Bite Side episode. Please like and subscribe. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Until then, talk to you all later. Take care.